Welcome back to Tzak and Friends. Uh, I know it's been a while, uh, so this episode's going to require a little bit of context. So our last session was recorded right after the Snyder Cut announcement. We recorded about over two hours worth of just talking about that, and then we talked for another two hours about other stuff. So this episode's going to be the latter two hours talking about other topics, and I really wanted to get the Snyder Cut episode out, but I wanted to release it in tandem with this YouTube video I'm working on, which is called The Beginner's Guide to Zack Snyder's Justice League, and it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. It's meant to inform and kind of explain what the hell the Snyder Cut is, why it's a big deal, and why you should be excited about it. That project has become a lot more ambitious than I thought it was going to be. I don't know quite how long it's going to be, but it's definitely going to be longer than I wanted it. So I just want the highest quality possible for that project. So instead of just waiting and pushing back the podcast indefinitely, uh, I'm going to release this episode first, this latter two hours that we talked about other topics. So it's going to be a little bit outdated in terms of the things we discuss, um, but I just wanted to make that clear that this was recorded back in May. And uh, hopefully we'll start recording new episodes soon, and I'll just have all this Snyder Cut stuff done whenever it's done. It's going to be done when it's done. I just got to kind of set that bar for myself. I really wanted to push myself to get it out quickly, but quality first. So enjoy this episode. It's got me, Bobby, and uh, a couple other guests, uh, Bryce Hogle and Devin Little, uh, two people who I've also worked with at the theaters. It seems like everyone who's been on this podcast has either been related to me or I've worked with at the theater. I promise I have more friends. Uh, it just kind of happened to work out this way. So enjoy. So uh, other topics. Uh, Last of Us Two leaks. Uh, Bryce, you want to go off about that a little bit? I I haven't read any of the leaks. I oh, I know. To read them, well, I, like, I'm not saying what like more about happens. how you feel about it. Right. More about how you I feel mean, about obviously, it. I hate when people leak stuff because it's not cool. You're like people worked years on these projects, and it's like you're ruining it for them and the fans who yeah get who like I mean, obviously, some people will read them themselves. Sometimes right. it'll just it'll just get spoiled for them and like. Obviously, either way, it sucks because they're leaking. I, yeah, go ahead. I don't understand the thrill that people get out of that. Like, I, yeah, I've never yeah. understood it. Whether it's you know Avengers or video games or anything, like what what you get out of that? Any I, good I, person feels bad when they spoil something for somebody. They're like, oh shit, yeah. you, don't, you don't get to experience it the same as I did. No. Yeah, like you spoil the infinity warfare uh, i was uh, i felt so bad i felt so bad so, I fucking... so back to 2018 when we were testing infinity war content mm-hmm. um we had to go we had to test it in like dbox imax everything so we had people going throughout the different auditoriums and bobby was he was testing it while another manager was in the theater and he paused and hit play the second like Gamora got thrown off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I just Christian, I give I give it downstairs and Christian just has like this the, the he worst. He's so face. mad. He's just so upset. <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck?" He was like, he walked out of the theater. He was so mad. I was like, "What's your problem?" He goes, 
Bobby just fucking spoiled the movie for me. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, was it big? He was like, yup. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. It, it, there were bigger moments to spoil. Yeah. But Still I mean, though. not knowing either way. Right. That, yeah, that was that was unfortunate. That was bad timing. Yeah, then our joke was for the next year that that Christian gets a spoil in game for Bobby. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It did not happen. Good, good for you, I guess, but I think you're the yeah. bad guy in that situation. So. <laughs> I definitely was. I felt really bad. The funny part like... was Christian didn't even need to be in that auditorium. Yeah, yeah. we didn't need to test in that theater. It was f***ing stupid. No, he, oh, you, did, no, we didn't, yeah, because you guys already done D-Box at that point. Yeah, so we already knew standard content worked. It's like, why are we testing in 10? Yeah, that That's was really funny. I felt so bad. <laughs> and then, like, the second that happened, he leans over, he's like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Oh, like, at least he didn't like. At least he didn't get the snap or anything spoiled for him. So, right. I'm pretty sure. Like, I looked up at him and he was just like, "This was it." I'm like, "God damn it!" Side tangent here. Like, when I went and saw, I took my grandma to see Infinity War, mm-hmm. and she freaking dropped her glasses on the ground and bent down to grab him as soon as he snapped. Oh, oh come God. on! I, she was like, "What I miss?" I was like, "You missed the most important part of this movie." <laughs> God damn! <laughs> the the, th- the five seconds you needed to watch the screen, you missed. <laughs> Of course. Damn it. My brother and me were just very upset. God. Yeah, I took my mom to see it and uh she didn't she hadn't seen like most of the MCU, so it was just kind of for me. But uh she you know, she was like just flabbergasted. She didn't know what the hell was going on the whole time, yeah. but she had fun. Yeah. She was like so why did everyone like gasp when that uh red guy showed up? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like that's Red Skull, um, right? Which I that I mean that was the biggest fucking thing to me. I freaked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, you did. Can't confirm. I was right next to him. I was like, oh my, <laughs> Red Skull, no way they did it. <laughs> that was like the one thing I was shocked at too. I was like, wow. I remember because you were like, oh, what? Oh shit! Yeah, I was like, oh shit! I was like, he's actually here. Because that was like one of those rumors that was like, okay, that of all the leaks, that's definitely the fake one. Yeah. Right. I actually t- I took my mom to see it too because I had actually had her watch all of them up to that point, mm-hmm. and it was it became like our thing, and so we went and saw that, and she she was so upset when they all died. She was like, "Well, what happens now?" And I'm like, "Well, you have to wait and see." <laughs> We're in the end game now, right? We sure it's are. Not, not see, that's. That's why, no matter what happens, there's like movie theaters still have a place in society because, like, living in those moments and seeing them like in a movie theater is just it's it's something else. Like, oh yeah, dude, agreed, definitely. Every time there was a fan of it for any of the Star Wars or the Marvel movies, like I would always just sneak in there and watch it when everyone was watching the uh, yep. the cool parts. The 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 Darth Maul moment in a uh, Solo. I remember being an usher and walking <laughs> in, and just everyone was like, oh, like, <laughs> and I, I I love it. Like, yeah, the the, um, the moment awesome. when when Cap gets uh, Mjolnir in Endgame. That was oh yeah, thing. I freaked out. That was awesome. Yeah, I that was one of the biggest things is like reliving a lot of those big moments. Uh, being able to work, you know, at the theater and like experience those again. Great stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, best feeling. Um, so Bobby, who the hell is Cobb Vanth? Okay, so some news about Mandalorian season two dropped pretty recently. Basically, um, Timothy Oliphant, right? Right, is gonna be the actor in Boba Fett's armor. He's gonna wear Boba Fett's armor. Oh. So people were like, "Oh, what does this mean?" 
um, because in the aftermath trilogy of books that's in the st- new in the new Star Wars canon came out in tw- the first book came out in 2015 and it's about the first year after Return of the Jedi leading up to um, the Battle of Jakku and Ben Solo being born and you know kind of everything that leads up to Force Awakens. Basically, it, there's like these group of characters and there's these interludes where they tell like like self-contained stories and there's one in each of the three books that kind of like tells like a complete little trilogy of, of a story. And one of them's Cobb Vanth, and he's like this bounty hunter, like old western sheriff dude, on a, on on Tatooine, and just in this town. And he's just you know kind of like a gunslinger and does his does his thing. And then he um he actually comes across this like old set of armor that's got like acid stains and all the stuff on it, and it's Mandalorian armor, Boba Fett's armor that he lost in the Zarlacc. Um, and so he starts wearing it for whatever reason. Um, and that's kind of where it tailored off, but gotcha. Um, so yeah, he's, he's a book only character so far and he's actually going to be in the Mandalorian, which is crazy. That's cool. Who would have f- thought that would happen? That's right. Cool. Makes um, me feel like, Oh, I actually read a book and it mattered. Yeah. <laughs> I really, yeah, I really want, uh, I'm really hopeful that, uh, Dr. Afra from the comics comes into the live Hell action yeah. realm. Cause she Hell seems yeah. like a cool character. She's a, she's like basically like space Indiana Jones, but like, a girl right and sure she's also lesbian she goes too. across the galaxy right yeah it's so cool yeah i, and, and, <laughs> I would like and to she's got it. like like close ties to darth vader too so like you can you know do flashbacks and shit with that yeah that's what i heard for the record i do want to voice in um indiana jones is more badass than han solo <laughs> thank you thank you i agree he is <laughs> he punches nazis like that's the yes. coolest thing he can do did you listen to episode four or are you saying that from episode three i i, I listened to them all oh of course well nice. my biggest fan thank you Devin. <laughs> um but yeah so that's the cop band thing basically there's a book character coming into a live action show kind of a cool thing that is cool um because they they're ever since they like made their whole form you know formed their whole uh franchise team they do a really good job at keeping everything you know, continuous or in, a, in the same continuity. Yeah, make consistent. Sense. Yeah, there's the word. Right. And there's a lot of like, they've done a lot of the comics and a lot of the books that I've read that really kind of like enhances how you watch the movies. Because mm-hmm. you can kind of like see how, oh, okay, well, Vader's a little different in this movie versus this movie. Oh, well, these things happened in between. So that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And uh, I'm also really like, I'm really interested in this Cassian show, uh, but we've heard like nothing about it, like right. since it was announced. Yeah, one of the, the one of the latest rumors I read was it was like less a Cassian Andor show and more like a like a like a rebel, like show. right. Yeah, just starring him, you know. Right, like he's the main guy, but it's really more about that, which would be way more interesting than a Cassian Andor show because I don't care about that. <laughs> Fair. Um, um, I like yeah, him, apparently, but, yeah, but apparently the actress who plays Emphis Nest in Solo has been asked a lot recently um, about her being in the show. And apparently she's been given answers that are like, kind of like subtly hinting she's in the show. Gotcha. Which makes so, sense. Right. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be cool to see how they tie in. Right. Um, Cause that, so Solo's like 10 years before a new hope, right? Uh, like 10 to 13. Yeah. Okay. And then, so I, from what I understand, the Cassian show, for lack of a better 
name for it that we don't have um is about five years before i think is that right um do we know that? i don't know if, i don't know if there's anything like outright been said but i think that's probably okay. probably about it it's probably going to be the same time as rebels started you know right it's going to be only like a few years before it's not going to go like back too far right because there's some stuff that have been you know set in canon of what happened and such right so like yeah the idea of a rebellion show just starring cassian and k2 i think is a it makes it kind of should make everyone a little more excited i think about right it's show. supposed to be a spy thriller so if it was like something like that that'd be kind of cool yeah i'm interested in that for sure um but i want them to get a move on on kenobi because yeah oh, that's yeah. the only thing i really want honestly yeah like it, if i had to sacrifice <laughs> everything else i would take that <laughs> for sure yeah yeah. Uh, give me Kenobi. Give me Hayden Christensen and Clone Wars armor and flashbacks. Oh. I I will pay a, enormous amounts of money. For Holy that. shit! You just blew my mind, dude. Shut like, up and take my money. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. Plus, like, I mean, I don't think they would do it, but I'm sure they could find a way to get Vader into the show and break yeah. canon somehow. Maybe don't have them face off, but like have them show up indirectly. Yeah. They could probably do it. Right. I mean, I'm all about Vader, so if they can put him in somewhere, I'm in it. Just give me an entire movie of the hallway scene in Rogue One. Yes. I was about to spoil something, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> if yeah. uh, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. I think so. Moving on. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not. Don't worry, you need to get to it, though. Clone Wars Season seven's great, especially the last yeah. four episodes. Yeah, I, the last four. I don't even know. Like, I'd have to restart at this point, probably, because I started it forever ago, then I don't remember it. I but... would just watch the last four. Just watch Siege of Mandalore, and you're good. I mean, like, but... The, watching... Eventually watch the rest. Okay, but... watching, like, certain Mandalore and Ahsoka arcs wouldn't hurt, Um, but for the most part, you should be fine. Right, I mean, yeah. Ah. <sighs> You do you, or just watch the show again. Because why wouldn't you want to watch the show again? Right. I never finished it. So I'm <laughs> watching Last Airbender right now. So oh, good same, point. same actually. Good I actually just started it. I'm on season three. I'm almost done. Damn nice. So good. I forget. It's, yeah, I forgot big. How it's good my it first time. It's my first time watching it. Like all the way through. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. I mm-hmm. I remember as a kid watching it all the way through, but like I never watched it all the way through as a kid. I watched like episodes here and there, mm-hmm. and that was about it. Same. Was pretty like hardcore. See, like I. I've been struggling not to gatekeep because I I revisited the show like six years ago and watched it all the way through, you know, back when Korra was still airing. So I was like fully caught up. So I was like into it, like yeah. in high school. So like, and everyone else had kind of like grown out of it. And I'm like, wait, guys, this is still really cool. You should still be watching, but you know, right. whatever. Right. Now it's cool again. Of course, that's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's how it rolls. But I am, yeah, I am excited. I mean, HBO Max is stacked, but I am still excited for all the Disney Plus stuff that's coming out, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Loki, apparently. There was some kind of quote about them working on, like, you know, talking about how they had, like, 10 or 12 episodes to work together, and it was, like, a great time or something. Right. And people are now, because it's only supposed to be a six-episode, you know, one-season show currently. Mm -hmm. But there were rumors about a second season, and... 10 to 12 episodes kind of sounds like there might be a season two already like figured out, you know? Right. And it's interesting to think about like, you know, because these Disney plus shows are kind of taking the, the places of like 
of some of the movies like you know they're yeah put up being put on the same level as the theatrical releases it's weird to think about oh wait these could go these are not just going to be miniseries these might these might go on for multiple seasons like these might be actual shows you know right it's such a cool concept because they haven't done that yet right yeah that's what i think is going to be the different thing about them this time that's going to really like take them to the next level absolutely and i'm curious to see how this loki show does especially considering it's going to be like end game alternate loki and not right and how that ties into the bigger universe yeah and like maybe we start to like him more you never know perhaps maybe he's worse (laughs) i feel like he's going to be worse at first right Um, but that'd be kind of cool though like having like a straight up just villain show yeah i i don't mind i mean i liked bad loki so i'm i'm down with it right yeah it is sad to see the good loki die though because yeah character development (laughs) it is what it is um but another thing that I've always wanted to get more into is Star Trek. Dude, you need to. And Star Trek is fantastic. I know. And I love the the reboot trilogy, the Kelvin timeline. I love those movies. Yeah. I adore them. Which uh, I love because like it's a different timeline, but it's still canon. Like that's the cool yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it. it's really cool how they did that. It's one of the greatest like time travel loopholes they've ever I've ever seen in fiction. Like Right. It's just like it's in the past, but it kind of takes place after everything because of you know Spock and everything. It's right, really, I think it's really, cool. really yeah, cool. it's it's genius. It's just weird though because now I think I'm pretty sure um, Picard takes place after that part of the timeline. Pretty sure Picard's like the furthest in the timeline. Really? Now. Well, I mean, you can still argue that that timeline will still continue even oh no, yeah for sure i'm not arguing against that i'm just like yeah. it's kind of a cur- it's like curious to think about that yeah like you it's know, it's one of those like time travel rules where you're like are they going to adhere to this rule set or this one so in this case they're saying yeah still life still goes on just because right it got changed elsewhere you know right who knows which is cool like i'm really interested in picard for sure picard's cool and then another so the show that they just announced which is why this is on this list yeah is a uh, strange new worlds, which they're because in discovery, because uh, discovery takes place 10 years before the original series and the original captain of the enterprise, captain Pike, who's he's in the original series and like one of the bigger episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he was the captain before Kirk and Spock served with him and all that. Um, and basically they show up in the show, you know, Spock's in discovery. So is Pike. So is number one. She's like the main, She's like Spock to Kirk, if you will, like the second in command. Yeah. Um, to Pike. And so they're doing a show that's a spinoff with them, with that Pike, that Spock actor, that number one actor. And they're just doing their own show now about the Enterprise like 10 years before. That's really cool. And I, I, I saw an article that was like, <clears throat> there are like a rumored like, five or six new star trek shows in development i'm like this is cool because they're doing a lot the movies kind of tapered out after beyond yeah, they went with a little whimper yeah and i feel like the fact that it's back on tv but like bigger than ever is really good i'm glad for star trek fans that this is happening right we have discovery new episodes are still being produced mm-hmm. picard yeah it's already been uh, renewed for season two so we're getting that mm-hmm. um we have this show we have two animated shows, I think, that are coming out, and then there's yeah. like a there's like another one me, or two like yeah. live action shows in production or like in pre production. I'm gonna find that article if I can. Um, 
yeah, they're definitely on the up and up with Star Trek, which is cool to see after like really just being nowhere for a long time. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of recommendations, you know, like to where where to jump in, you know, because you know, obviously some everybody's, of the original show doesn't hold up as well, but I understand everybody's that. different. I I took the the route of watching everything. Oh, sorry, I just heard a lot of fireworks. Oh, you're good. Maybe the revolution started. Hopefully, <laughs> right. Um, I took the route of the same thing with like Star Wars, like watch it in the order it came out. So I started with the original series, right? And so obviously I fell in love with that, and so I, you know, I still like that the most. And then I've now that I've watched Next Gen, I like that the next most, but I still appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, it seems like a lot of people really got into Star Trek with Next Gen, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of like, eh, I'm not really into old the, uh, the original series, but I'll watch Next Gen, and maybe they'll watch like the spinoff of Next Gen. But not like really you know interesting because like a lot of people like a lot you know obviously there's this is like a different case but it's weird to see people like a sequel show more than the original yeah um, it's weird yeah like I love Legend of Korra but I don't I don't see a lot of people preferring that over Avatar you know what I mean yeah um, which I only bring this up as an example because it's named after it but Degrassi the Next Generation was way more popular than the original Degrassi shows right. And it was named Next Generation after Star Trek The Next Generation, which I find hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. Of all the type of shows to name yourself after. Right. Uh, but they don't they don't own the phrase The Next Generation. So I don't. Can't. It's just funny. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see it, even though I have not entered that realm just yet. Yeah, me either. Definitely recommend it. Like, the movies are cool, but that, those are more like action stories set in the Star Trek universe. Interesting. So, so Discovery, you mean, or, uh, well, the the like the Kelvin movies. Oh, the Kelvin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Discovery has a little bit of mix. Like, it's definitely got some action stuff in it, but it's definitely still, you know, good old Star Trek. Gotcha. It's just like, oh, what if we just did that? But today, mm-hmm. speaking of which, I would love. Have you guys seen any of you guys seen Black Mirror? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's been some a while. Um. They were talking about making USS Callister its own series, which I would love to see. I would really? love, yeah, I would okay. love to watch that. Hmm. Um, based on, I don't know if you know how that episode ends. Whoever's seen it, um, but they they leave. I mean, obviously it's open ended, but it's like yeah. the only Black Mirror episode with a happy ending, or one of them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that I think that'd be fun. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be down for that. That was, a fun, that was a fun episode. Yeah. Um, speaking of Netflix, Netflix yeah, it's a great show. Um, speaking speaking of, of speaking of Netflix, uh, lately there was this weird thing where people noticed. Um, so they have the whole Back to the Future trilogy on Netflix, which is awesome. Um, but they noticed in part two when Marty finds the Ooh La La magazine, they they cut out that whole part where he finds it like it flips was, through it yeah like it was this weird like censorship thing and it seemingly, oh, seemingly yeah, happened yeah it seemingly happened for no reason and i thought only disney disney did that right um yeah. <laughs> so they they obviously fixed it uh well not obviously but they fixed it um and so it's back to normal now but that brings me back to disney actually uh because on disney plus they they're apparently censoring cleavage now 
on like old yep. movies, which is yeah. the most insane thing I've ever heard of. And yeah. that leads me to believe uh, I don't think Deadpool 3 is happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've been optimistic, but at this point, I, yeah, with all this going on, like, it just, no. I, I just, I, the fact that, like, it seems like they're doubling down on their censorship instead of, I guarantee up on we're going to get yeah. Deadpool in the MCU, but it's not going to be R rated. It'll be PG 13. I just think what you what you should do is just keep making Deadpool movies under Fox, keep them R rated, and just have him show up in PG thirteen movies. It's not a big deal. That's a perfect scenario, but I don't know if that's what they're gonna do. Is the thing? Yeah, yeah, because they, they gotta have their unified brand. So you know, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, because like yeah, I don't even know what they would do. Yeah, like they def like the like the best way to do it is yeah, release it under the Fox brand, keep it R. And then have a PG thirteen movies from time to time, but like make fun of it, and then yeah, go back to that stuff. Yeah, that's the best case scenario. Yeah, and, and then like, obviously once they get their X Men under control, they can have him cross over with the X Men. And they can have them his movies. They can go into yeah, he can that, go to theirs. That kind of opens up the the question though. Like they set up X Force after Deadpool two, but that can that still happen if they're gonna do X Men as a different thing? I, I don't. Know. It can. You just you just ignore it. You just you, I, just, you just ignore it. it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, the only movies that reference it would be Deadpool three or four or five. Like any Deadpool movie could acknowledge it, but anything else doesn't. Right. Because like to that Deadpool would just be its own thing that just crossed into this universe. Fair enough. You could do it a bunch of different ways. Um. You just literally make Deadpool be one multiverse. You know. Yeah. Just crossing over. Um. And then when that way, whenever they do a like a Spidey ver a Spidey verse like live action movie, that could still count, you know. Yeah, in a way, multiverse. Mm. Interesting. This is sort of on topic. Well, it's on topic, I think. Um, who would have thought we would have gotten the Snyder Cut announced before seeing the New Mutants in theaters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a timeline we live in. Um, I mean, now the real I, question is: Do you want to bet on? It getting delayed again and coming out after the Snyder Cut. Wouldn't that be the most mind-blowing thing? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked if theaters don't open up till September and that causes it to shift back until like fucking like July 2021 or some stupid shit. I mean, Tenet is holding its ground uh, in July. Seems, apparently. Like, Seems like it uh, will. Like, I'll be we'll, shocked. We'll I don't, yeah, I don't. Here's the thing. Are, is, are theaters open in, in indie? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not, yeah, at least. not open here. They, I don't think there are they, anywhere like in America. They they have the the green light to open up in Georgia, I know, but there's nothing to show, so they aren't open. Yeah, gotcha. Um, there might be other places too, but Georgia, I know for sure. Yeah, I think, and I, somebody posed this uh, idea. You know, back in the olden days, um, movies would get released and like just stay in theaters for like months um I mean, yeah so i they, what they could do is they could still open tenant on the same day and just even though theaters aren't fully open yet it would still be like even if a few theaters are open it could like sustain number one for like several months just because there's not that much else out there's not oh and like try to like set records and get buzz right time. right and sure which is i guess that's an interesting idea but I feel like I that's know. gaming the system a little bit. Yeah, 
I don't know if that would work out in their favor the way they think it would. Right. I don't know. I, I don't think it would. They would let that happen. Funny how, um, you know, Christopher Nolan is all about is all championing championing like the theatrical experience, but yet he debuts the trailer in Fortnite. <laughs> like, yes. What's up with that? What is happening? I guess I mean, he needs smart. a big way. I guess he needs a big way to promote it. I guess. I, uh, I have I have some strong opinions about that. Oh really? Like Personally, <laughs> I I feel like I don't care. Like good for them. Like that's how they want to because that a lot of people are on Fortnite. That's a huge area you should market to. Yeah. But for- because all those kids are going to demand that their parents go show them the movie and then their parents take them and they're like, oh, that movie wasn't that bad. So they're going to tell their kids and then their kids go and see it but, and then everybody but, sees it. But but will they, though? Are they really? OK, here's the thing. So Fortnite, Fortnite is obviously being used as a marketing platform now. But yes. I would argue that they're not marketing to the right demographic because there's so many kids who don't really know what this shit is. <laughs> like, I, That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. You know, like, I don't think my little 11 bro- year old brother who plays Fortnite all the time is going to know what Tenet is or care, you know? Well, yeah, I and, think I think that's the idea. They're just not they're doing it for the wrong movie. Like, yeah, imagine yeah. If no, like Avengers, if Avengers did this. Oh, it would be crazy. Well, right. Like, when you know, if if Sonic the Hedgehog did it, it would have been crazy. Oh, like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, if I could have I would have been playing Fortnite if I could have been Sonic in that game. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. no, that's. Yeah, you can still you can like still play as Star Wars characters right now in Fortnite, I believe. Yeah. They okay. Not even that'll get me. That's fine. I, I could be they, a Star Wars characters in Star Wars games. True. And and that makes sense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't be Thanos. <laughs> what what do you guys think of Fortnite as a platform for these things? Because they had like a big event for when um Rise of Skywalker came out. I don't know what the event was, but I know right. that they had some sort of in-game thing. It was Palpatine's message that like, gets okay. referenced in the crawl. Gotcha. Um, and then, and like, then... The Travis Scott thing. Yeah, yep. Travis Scott's in concert. Drake did yep. one. Fucking Marshmallow did one. Yep. You know, like I get um, it. <laughs> I mean, it's my not... only issue is if people try to act like that counts as a concert. It's not a concert. Hey, right yeah, now you no. take what you get. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it's, it's, but I'm cool talking about before. I'm talking about before, like before quarantine, like people being uh, like, yeah, yeah. the marshmallow concert was my first concert. It's like, no, you're, you're dumb. Stop. <laughs> it's, it's cool because like no other game really does that. Right. But it's, I, I don't know. I, it just seems very, very gimmicky to me. I don't know. It's very gimmicky, but I feel like so. They, yeah. I mean, they do it. It clearly works. But right, like to me, it's like I don't care. It doesn't hurt me. I don't. No. I don't play it. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't affect me. Exactly. No. I, I, like I, it is gimmicky, but like I understand. Like I get I, why gimmicks are yeah. a thing. They're a thing for a yeah. reason. They work. Yeah, gimmicks very work. true. Very make true. Money. So yeah, no, I, I I agree with you, Tyler. It's crazy that Christopher Nolan of all people. Uh, right. <laughs> That's what gets me is that it was Christopher Nolan's movie. <laughs> like it, dude. Like they it was showed... probably like you can go. I uh, say like back when the IMAX was still open, like there was like they had that like five minute like tenant clip. Oh yeah. Like before whatever. Like I've sat up in the booth like twice and just watched that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. That was I'm really excited for it. I still don't really understand the plot. Like I get it. Like it's you know things are reversed, but like they're still. I don't understand. I don't like. Yeah, I don't. I don't like, get it. I know the better. Right. Yeah. I don't want to know, but also I'm like. Am I going to know when I watch the movie? <laughs> I'm not sure. Right. Um, I get Inception. Like I don't understand why people think that movie's confusing. I don't find it. Uh, yeah, I don't. That confusing. Um, 
But this up. this seems genuinely confusing, and I'm I'm I trust him though. I trust my. I am all for it. He's yeah. he's earned that uh sort of that respect. He's earned, yeah, he's earned the right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Bobby, do you want to? Yeah, I'll go on to some more topics. Um, following up on the man in the high castle topic we talked about like a week or two ago. Yeah, I'm glad I pitched it very well. You did. You pitched it well because I'm on season three and that show's fantastic. Damn. Highly recommend it. Have you watched it, Bryce? Nope. That's you on should. Prime, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you get the if you get the time, I'd recommend it. It's pretty cool. They definitely like do a cool job with the premise and then they like add in sci-fi shit afterwards and it's like super cool. Mm. Yeah, I'm on season four now. Uh, How many seasons is it? Four. It's four. Yeah. Yeah. They finished it, so it's not like you're getting yeah blue balled. Uh, okay. So they, yeah, they finished on their own terms. So, which oh, is that's always a plus. You know, yeah, not, you can't say that <laughs> for everything these days. <laughs> um, that reminds me, Hannibal is coming to Netflix uh, in early <laughs> June. <laughs> Good God! So there are like a few pillars for me that are like the big things. Like if this would happen, like like these things that I think would never happen, but they're happening. Um, yeah. The first one was a new Half Life game. So that happened. Right. The Snyder Cut was another big thing. And Hannibal Season 4 is right up there. And I think it's the most underrated show ever. I really genuinely think it's like... It's, it's, my, it's my favorite show. And I think it really like takes the Hannibal Lecter character and like takes the mythology surrounding him and all the characters and does something totally incredible with it. And I think if people like watched it, the problem is it was like a prime, like it was an NBC show, but the streaming rights were with Amazon for the longest time. And I feel like now that they're coming to Netflix, I think that could change things because a lot of shows blew up because of Netflix breaking bad. For example, that was like a cult show for the longest time. Um, And then they put it on Netflix and it blew up, absolutely blew up. So I feel like this might, like I'm telling you guys, it's a great show. I think this could be the next big thing if people just f***ing watched it. <laughs> I'd never right. watched it. Yeah, I want to though. Yeah, it's um that could be it's a like... whole, that could be a whole other episode, of course. So I'm not gonna go too hard on it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think Mads Mikkelsen is my favorite Hannibal Lecter. I think he's better than Hopkins, and I don't say that lightly. Interesting. Um. And then uh, the other characters, like Hannibal's not really the main character. He's just like kind of what the story struck me there. Yeah. The main character is Will Graham, uh, played by Hugh Dancy, and he kind of like can see into the minds of criminals. So it kind of starts out like a little bit like a crime procedural, like, you know, all these criminal minds, mentalist type shows that people like. But then it yeah. develops into something better and greater. Right. I get that. So there's my mini pitch. For that, I'm really excited for that to come to Netflix and people to finally check it out. When is that coming? Like June, right? Uh, June 5th, I believe. That's the date nice. so, Very soon. Yeah. So above anything, above like, I love Man of the High Castle, but I would recommend Hannibal ten times over that show. If that oh, says anything okay. to you, Bobby. Interesting. Okay. okay. So, all right. There's my. Um, so yeah. What else? I bought this game on Steam, Radio General. You have Radio. to like. My my roommate has that game. <laughs> Dude, that shit's badass. So you, basically, you have to use voice commands over a radio to tell your troops what to do, and you just have a map, and you have little like um, little thing like 
figurines you put in their place and you have to like put them where you think they are and they have to like radio in and tell you where they're at is that and you have to like go ahead is that the same game where he goes this is papa bear (laughs) yeah there's a bunch of like there's a bunch (laughs) of funny shit but like yeah you have to like yeah you have to (laughs) tell your troops what to do over the radio like you're there it's fucking it's fucking crazy yeah i love it it's so upset but you still never play the arkham games i'm sorry i will Yeah, can we circle back to that? Yeah, yeah let's, okay. yeah, let's circle back to pre-recording. <laughs> All right. This man has never played the Arkham games. Yeah, and it's a little like upsetting. DC fan, I've never played the Arkham games. Right. <laughs> Do you? Can you call yourself a DC fan? Literally I, shaped like those <laughs> kinds of games. Are you kidding me? I know. I haven't played Spider-Man PS4 either, so because I haven't. Oh my Do you god. have a PS4? Oh my god! I do now. <laughs> Definitely play it. Have, have you now, played Last of Us? Yeah, I played Last of Us. Okay, thank God. Okay, okay. <laughs> Half of it. One what? out of three. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll talk about Go that finish later. it right now. <laughs> I don't own it. In the middle of the podcast. Yeah, I don't right care. Now. I'm fine with it. Here's my problem, though. I got a PS4, finally, but I can only play Modern Warfare because it's the biggest <laughs> damn yeah. pile. Fuck have Modern Warfare, delete it, and the only, play Last of Us, because it's much more worth it. You're probably right. But the only games I have on my PS4 hard drive right now are Modern Warfare and Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's it. That's the only uh, thing shit, I can fit. Fair. I have Modern Warfare and 2K. That's all I can fit. <laughs> fair. I have, like, I have a shit ton of games. <laughs> yeah, I have, no I have like, I have, like, a bunch games. of VR games. I have Control. I have Last of Us. I have Spider-Man. I have Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. You bringing up VR games? Apparently, there's a Medal of Honor game that's supposed to come out this year. That's oh, a really? VR game. I'm not sure. I'm down. Weird. I'm down for it. We haven't had one in fucking eight years. Yeah. Above not, but will it make you feel like you're getting gunned down by Germans? I hope, we can only I hope. hope. I hope so. like, <laughs> can you feel? It's supposed to be set. You're supposed to be an OSS agent in the French Resistance. And it's a VR Oculus Rift game. Hmm. Sounds cool. Re- Respawn's doing it. Hmm. I'm really down for VR becoming more of a thing, as we discussed on the Half-Life episode. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think it's it could be the next big thing in gaming. It's just like, it's it's that price barrier that's yeah holding it back, for sure. Yeah. But like, especially, especially these is. days, like, yeah. especially with the whole pandemic and the you know the the crash we're getting into with our economy is going to be really rough for that. Yeah. So we'll see how that all pans out. Yeah. But I love seeing technology innovate one way or the other. Even for if, sure. even if certain things don't catch on. Like even motion controls like, you know, let's face it, the Kinect was a joke. Um, yeah. Trying to play on the success of the Wii. Um and that was a cool idea. Best, and that was a Yeah. And like I feel like that technology's probably come into play somewhere you know around outside the gaming sphere yeah you don't think. develop that for no reason right so i feel like you know if nothing else even beyond just entertainment the gaming industry can innovate in a lot of cool ways so yeah that's cool so i hope they keep coming up with new ideas stuff like that yeah um like ar is getting crazy now too with the whole new uh the new minecraft earth game which i haven't heard much about nobody's really talked about it yeah i tried it it's weird yeah it's, it's weird is it it's hard to get into i'm 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 excited for minecraft dungeons actually um yeah which doesn't that come out like this week 
Nobody's talking about uh, that. I'm not sure. Some I Minecraft think it, dungeons. Yeah, it's like a dungeon crawler Diablo. May 26th, yeah. Jesus, that's in two days. No one's talking yeah. about it. No, I'm just going to go play Diablo. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> the, there's a YouTube video already, and it says Minecraft Dungeons review. This is not good. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I see. Minecraft Dungeons has charm and potential, but needs a lot more time in the furnace. Oof. Oh, that's that's not funny at all. I don't like that pun. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of expanding the Minecraft brand, which is cool. Right, like um, it's a franchise now. It's not just a game, necessarily. Yeah. But Minecraft itself is getting pretty cool. They added the whole... Uh, they're adding a bunch of stuff to the nether. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't played Minecraft in so long. I know. I, I've, I've recently started... I think a lot of people have started recently getting back into it. It's kind of... All I play is Overwatch, basically. <laughs> what a nerd. Imagine, right. imagine playing one game. <laughs> That's me. I play TF2. Bryce, where you imagine I'm playing the Batman games. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> the audacity. Bryce, where are you working at now? Nowhere right now. I'm just working. I'm just at home. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought you said you were working earlier. Huh? I thought you said something about that earlier. I was. Sure. I was looking for jobs, but I haven't. Oh, okay. Like, but I'm making fat stacks on just chilling on unemployment. So hell yeah. Right, yeah. Makes sense. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna keep riding that wave for a couple more weeks. Right. Same here. Get those paychecks, then I might start doing Postmates or something. Then get. Just to, then get just a to get the house. Check. Yeah. Probably yeah. How much do uh, delivery services like that pay? They pay well. Uh, I my brother does post. He's been doing Postmates for the last like four or five months. Like, he's, he likes it. Like, he does it like full time, just like five days a week, eight like eight ten hours. Sick. He makes some good money. Yeah, he's made good money during quarantine. Everyone's tipping. Oh hell yeah! I'm cutting this part out, but just I'm just asking at this point. No, I don't care. <laughs> um, this video is brought to you by Postmates. <laughs> hey, if they want to sponsor me, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, have you played the Blair Witch game? I haven't. I'm really interested haven't. in that though. I started I bought Game Pass to play Sea of Thieves on my PC with everyone yeah. in my house. Uh and I started playing that. I got like halfway through before my membership expired, but it's pretty freaking fun. Really? Is it um like, is it spooky? Yeah, like the cool part is like so basically the dog's your companion and Basically, I, I was like, if you're at a point, like, if you don't know where you're going, you will literally just keep going in circles. Like, like it is in the movie, like, where you, you just get lost and they just keep going in circles. Like, that's what it is in the game. Like, nice. You, like, you literally just keep going in circles until you figure out whatever you need to figure out. Gotcha. And then, like, Did... what's up? Well, I finished your thought, then I have a question. I was going to say, uh, like, well, they use this cool thing with the camera. Uh, you find tapes throughout the woods. And you like fast forward them, and like you have to like stop at certain times, and like that part will like come into the real world. So like at like so like at one point, so like you see a video of a kid walking through the woods with a baseball, and then he drops it, and then like you close your camcorder, and there's a baseball right there on the floor, ah. and like it does it does like environmental stuff too. So if like there's a tree like blocking your path, you find a a, a tape with a tree, like you see the tree falling. And you, re you just rewind the tape, and then the tree's back up normally once you close the camcorder. It's pretty cool. I do like that stuff. It's really interesting. Yeah. Implementation. Yeah. yeah. Has, uh, has anybody here played Outlast? Yes. I've, nice. I've watched it played like three times over the shoulder. I, I've always been a backseat gamer to that game. Yeah. I, I've seen like little, uh, you know, the trailer for the Blur Witch game and everything, and it gives me those vibes. 
Yeah. And I haven't played much Outlast, but... Huge fan of Outlast. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, we were talking before we started recording. Um, Alien Isolation is one of my favorite games that I haven't finished. Because uh, it was so damn stressful. Uh, I loved it, though. I want to play it again. Um, but God, that Alien is just the most... Like, it's not like the design, like the, the look of things that scare me. It's just knowing that I'm dead if I don't do this. You know what I mean? Like, right. the, 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 like the feeling of being chased, the feeling of no, like no, you know, the, the hard restart. That's what yeah. gets under my skin, which is good. That's good horror, that. in my opinion. Yeah, good horror games are hard to find. Yeah, for sure. Anything horror is like hard to find good now, honestly. Yeah, really. but I think it's gotten better over yeah, time. But even as like, even as someone who's into film, um, I think gaming can it usually is better is can actually scare me more because it, you know you're it puts you into the situation because yeah, you're the dumb bitch who's got to yeah. go through the door. Right, <laughs> you have to see yourself in the situation. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Nancy's going in there. It's like, oh, f- I'm Nancy. I gotta do it. <laughs> I'm Nancy. <laughs> well, it's like what you were talking about with uh, the Half Life game with um, mm-hmm. oh, Jeff. what's it called? Jeff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to call it Joe. Je- yeah. <laughs> um, that's what I was saying with that. It's like I think the best horror, especially in games, and really this only applies to games or interactive experiences. But like the best horror is when you're forced to do something you don't want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And it like, you know, it forces you to play your hand. Um, I think that's that shows really good uh design. And that's what Jeff does really well, which is hilarious. I love that he's named Jeff. It's so funny. Um so uh Bobby, I see you have one last uh bullet point here. Yeah, basically just what was the first game you guys ever remember playing? That's so tough. The Halo. Halo, really? first one. Yep, that was the first game. That was like the first M game my dad let me play. Let me ever play because he's like, "Oh, it's just Alien Blood. It's fine." So <laughs> like, you're just killing aliens. It's not that big of a deal. I was like, "Okay." And so I played the crap out of Halo when I was a kid. So are we talking like? Because I played a lot of like jumpstart computer games when I was a kid. Um, whatever whatever you would consider to be the first video game that like you played. first actual video game not just like a kids if that if to you that's what it, if that's what that means to you then sure yeah because i also played a lot of other pc games like i played the the original harry potter games um okay. oh yeah which were whew, those are so nostalgic to me especially the first three um flipendo flipendo you say that a million <laughs> times um <laughs> Try the button again. Or whatever. Quirrell. And I also played a lot of like the SpongeBob point and click adventure games. Oh, yeah. Those are really fun. So I was definitely like a PC gamer before I was a console gamer. Then I was a console and then I went back to PC and now I'm kind of both. But so I play. So it's kind of hard to say. If we're talking first console game, I think my first console game was. Uh, Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. That game okay. was super okay. fun. That was bad. The intro to that game is badass. All like the different countries, like the different Quidditch teams. God, that that uh, that that hits hard. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Devin? What do you? What, what's, uh, what's yours? Probably Super Mario sixty four. Nice. That's a good one. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I remember having a Nintendo 64. I don't remember ever, like, getting games for it. I just remember having them. And uh, sure. Super Mario 64 kind of stands out. Right. For me, it would have to be Medal of Honor on the PlayStation 1. Okay. That was the first game I ever remember playing. I remember playing... There was, like, a mission where you, you didn't shoot anybody. You had to, like, sneak into, like, the German base with, like, passport papers and stuff. And it was, like, totally different than any other, like, shooter game at the time. And that it was, was just, like, revolutionary super at the cool. Time. Yeah, and I was playing it with my brother. And, like, we still talk about that shit today. Yeah. Call of Duty was called Medal of Honor Killer at one point in time. Right. Can you believe that? Yeah. Can look at it now. I remember the last two Medal of Honor games were, like, just very forgettable. Airborne was fine. I don't know the last Medal of Honor game I played. <laughs> like uh, I'm talking about like the reboot ones with the uh, it was called oh, like yeah. Warfighter oh, yeah. or something. Warfighter yeah. was trash. Medal of Honor 2010 was kind of trash. I remember, yeah, I remember playing one like within the last ten years. But yeah, it's been eight years since the last game came out. Other than that, like it was Heroes Two on the Wii and the PlayStation Portable that came out in 2007. Yeah, the Medal of Honor one in 2010. I remember my brother playing that one. I think I played that one too. They did decent with that. They could have done a good job, but they didn't. <laughs> but they did. But they, they did. They did not deliver. Right. Ugh. So usually when we do this, we let you guys in on the the show notes early, so you can like list your own ideas beforehand. But we didn't do that this time. So uh, I guess you can next time. But is there anything you guys can think about that you would like to add? Yeah, what topics do you guys have? Hmm. I do have one thing. And that is? Because it, it kind of goes in hand with the whole um, Snyder Cut thing. Okay. Because the idea is that, you know, it kind of got a second a second life because people thought that uh, his uh, Superman movies and BVS were a little underrated. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get the appreciation that they deserved. Right. So my kind of question I have for everybody is, what do you think the most underrated comic book movie is of all time? Captain wow. America, the first Avenger. I mean, yeah. Okay. So I, I have to ex- exclude Snyder's movies from this. Um, yes. But yeah, first Avenger is very underrated. I, I don't get why people don't like that movie. That movie's awesome. Right. It's <laughs> awesome as like a World War II, like, like just, you know, film piece. But it's also a comic origin story. Like it's it's just a good mixture. Yeah, I'm gonna look at a list now because I'm like, there's there's been so many in the past. I'm just looking, yeah, yeah, I'm looking through my Blu-ray collection. <laughs> uh, what do I got? Underrated superhero. I mean, I th- okay. I think Bat. I think Batman Begins is super underrated. Yeah, I mean, it's still. I think it's yeah. great. It's great. It's, it's great. It's still lumped in with the trilogy though, so it does get recognition yeah, yeah but it's by far the least talked about it's either dark knight which is perfect or dark knight rises which was kind of subpar oh we can have that what's better batman begins or dark knight rises I'm i like a, that i'm about i like batman ahead. begins better i like batman begins better i think i'm a dark knight rises guy myself Mm. I was not, gonna say my most either. underrated CBM is Dark Knight Rises. I, you know what? I kind of agree because it's fallen from grace in the past. You know, I haven't seen it in at least nice, four, like three or four uh, years. Clearly, the most underrated is uh, Joker. No one talks about it anymore. <laughs> no one talks about it anymore. <laughs> I uh, saw Joker once, and I honestly have no desire to watch it again. God, it's it's the it's a it's a good movie. 
But it's the most overrated movie of all time. Like, it's God. it's pretty hyped. Can't oh, absolutely. That's why I have zero desire to watch it again. Like I was like, that's right. a good one and done. Like, right? I don't it, it was good. Putting, that, putting myself through that again. Like, <laughs> right? No way. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I want is uh, release the Kinberg cut of Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I want the butthole cut of Cats. That's what I want. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking through these. I mean, like again, Watchmen is underrated, but I don't want to. Yes. Other than Snyder, I need to get him off my mind. Uh, oh, what about? Okay, now I'm just talking about like alternate cuts at this point. Release the Trank cut of Fanforsic. Fanforsic, yeah, shit, dude. I was Fuck so pumped up. for that movie. Yeah, I'd... I like. I see the trailer. I watched like one or two trailers, and then like, um, because I remember that opening Thursday night, I was like, I'm either gonna go see Fanforsic or, or The Gift with Joe Edgerton, and I ended up watching <laughs> The Gift instead. The Gift is probably the better choice. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right. I, love I watched Fanforsic on. HBO or some shit when it was on there a couple like months ago. I was like, ooh, I made the better choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, you could argue that a dark Fantastic Four wouldn't work no matter what. But I think there's a couple scenes in there that show kind of what he was going for. And he even said on Twitter, like, someone said release the train cut and he said, No need, which yeah. I don't know what that means. Does that mean they remember they didn't even film like a bunch of the action set pieces. They built them and everything and they just didn't film it. Which is crazy. Yeah, like, he's like he said there was like at least like two like two or three to five action set pieces that they didn't film that were completely built and ready to go. That's crazy. Look at how much money they waste doing that. That's insane. Right. That is crazy. Um but whatever whatever kind of cut may exist, I'd like to see that. I mean, I think maybe X Men Last Stand. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. Like, it's yeah. not great. No, it's 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 like a fun like, ep, like you know, action me trilogy capper. I think. I have a. Do you guys prefer the theatrical cut or the road cut of Days of Future Past? Ooh, see, that's that's a good question because yeah. I watched the road cut and I was like, I love these additional scenes, but, but... <laughs> do they, really do they need to be in there? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the question. It's like because it's it was I loved it when I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I still it's, love it just as much with or without those extra ones. Right, and it's not like BVS where it, like it it drastically changes it. Right, it's more just yeah. like this is a whole other subplot that could be in or doesn't have to be. You know, uh, yeah, because right. yeah, because everyone got super upset. It was like, where's Rogue? And the, he was because they like they're like, yeah, she came back. We filmed scenes, just not in the movie. Yeah, I just and I would like I would have liked more. I mean, I did get that, but like I like the idea of more of the original cast getting more scenes. But just the way it plays out in the road cut, it's cool, but it's not it's not needed. I get why they cut it. Yeah. For sure. Like I'm glad it's out there now. It's like, oh, this is kind of cool to watch. Yeah, but... yeah I'm glad they just released it because f- Jesus, fuck, just give it to us. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just <laughs> let us see it. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I get like, yeah, because it's never it's never the studios who are pushing for it. It's always the directors or the, the fans. So right. it's like, but yeah. in the end, it's always up to the studios because it's their property. Exactly. So it's whatever this, if the studio wants to be a dick or not. I think Iron Man three is pretty underrated. Yeah. I love Iron Man three. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I like the twist. Honestly, one, right. three, two. Especially now, like that, the Mandarin's coming back. Like, can't be mad now, right? Like they're. they're I'm excited back. to see where they go with that. Dude, I yeah, can't wait for Shang Chi. It's gonna be great. I know like nothing about like this phase really about any of the heroes, like the Eternals or Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited that they're like. I'm excited to go in fresh. 
Yeah, because like yeah. they already like dipped into like their B list characters and like even some D list with Guardians, but now they're like full D list characters, which is cool. Yeah, right. I like that. Blade is, yeah. and Moon Knight. And- I'm very excited for Blade. Marshall be freaking that's that is phenomenal casting. Perfect casting. He's so cool. <laughs> He's great. Um, yeah, I was super pumped to hear that. It seems like they're adding in so many characters in the Disney Plus shows too. I'm, all I want yeah. is WandaVision. I can't wait for that. Scarlet Witch is like my favorite MCU character, so, or one of my favorites. So right, yeah, she's yeah. cool. And she's like, she's one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful, in the MCU. So I mean, yeah, she was about to kill Thanos. I mean, yeah, if he wouldn't have rained fire down, she would have won. Yeah. You know what I think is the like the like the fakest, most underrated. Like I think people say it's underrated, but I don't think it is. What? what I don't think it deserves to be more appreciated is the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> like a yeah. lot of people were like, "This is, I like this it. Hulk is much." I like it, but like a lot of people were like, "This Hulk is way better than Ruffalo." And I'm like, no, "It's just no. different." Oh, okay, well, it's different. I, I okay. I think, way more of the other Hulk. I think the best Hulk we've ever gotten is Avengers One. That like in sure. terms of design, like character CG work. Mwah. never been better never been never been done as well since i think that's the yeah. best looking hulk we've ever gotten um so i feel like people just kind of like they they hate so much what they did with like ragnarok hulk and professor hulk and whatnot that they kind of swing the pendulum so far the other way where they're like we have to love this hulk now even though it's right, just which, okay yeah i would agree though like it, it's a it's a fun little movie but it's it's forgettable right I mean, like to be fair, like a like the a good amount of that first phase was not very good. <laughs> fair, yeah. In, like, in hindsight, I, yeah, yeah. In hindsight, it's like it's Iron Man one, Captain Iron- America, and the Avengers. Those are like the only three like solid movies. Yeah, I think Hulk, Thor is Iron way. Be- I think Thor, Thor is Thor is way better than Incredible Hulk though. Thor is pretty good. I mean, yeah, yeah I, but I it's definitely that. still forgive. It's definitely still one of the it's more forgettable sure. in the first phase. Sure, There's a reason why everybody liked Ragnarok the most. Yeah, because it's yeah. different. <clears throat> Thor is just like awesome. the fish out of water story you've seen a million times. Dude, Thor breaking the mold though and getting four films is crazy though. That is cool. Him. That is cool. Yeah, very. Yeah. yeah, I would never have expected Thor to get four movies. Yeah, out of, the, because, out of the original six. And I think that's because his first two are kind of forgotten by the general. Yeah, because they're not good. That's just so. Yeah. Well, two is but once. Okay. We all know the best part of the of that movie, Bryce. When he hangs me on there, <laughs> that shit is hilarious. That's the only good part of that movie. That's the only part I remember of that movie. It's the only part you laugh to laugh at. It's like, <laughs> like other than that, like I don't. I remember his mom dying. Obviously, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they've seen Endgame, they're, they're <laughs> yeah, we've been. Here. <laughs> I don't fair. think anyone's gonna be mad about you spoiling Thor: The Dark World. I'll be honest. Oh, hey, dude, there is some. 4chan thread out there that is like dedicated to hating on Bryce for this right now. Guaranteed. It'll, it'll be there someday. Right now. It, it's already happening. Um, so Devin, are you just satis- had a decade, guys? Yeah. <laughs> are you satisfied with your answers so far? Because I have another question that's a different topic. Yeah, let's with, <laughs> let's with my questions. answers. Are cool. What do you the, mean? The answers that we gave you for <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I think we've okay. covered a good amount of movies. I, I, I will throw out. Um, I will throw out uh, Venom as well. I think that's a little under. Yeah, it's it's decent. 
yeah. It's, it's I'm not fun. saying it's it's great or anything, but it, it it was fun. I didn't mind the song. I'll open it. Later. <laughs> I thought I thought it was nice. <laughs> I, I thought it added to it. I was kind of hype after the movie, but you know. Um. So my question is, what do you think is the most? I guess this is kind of a broad question, but like, uh, what's the most? What are some of the most underrated horror movies in your opinion? Oh, that's all righty. Give me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Let me scroll through my Blu-ray correction, sir. (laughs) Um, I love horror movies. Hell yeah. Uh, For me, as it, uh, you know, as far as recently goes, I think Dr. Sleep is really underrated. Dr. Sleep. I, I love that movie. I still have not seen the director's cut. There's a three hour director's cut that I really, I have it on Blu-ray. I haven't finished it yet. I got Uh, halfway through it and I fell asleep. It was like four in the morning. Yeah, I really. Want I thought that was a good choice. Yeah, I think it like it totally <laughs> takes The Shining and like does something total like it, you know, does something different with it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like because yeah. I haven't read the books and it, people tell me it it like it still goes with the story of the movie, but it also goes with the book too. Right, which is great. Right. Yeah, because it's you know, to both exactly it's to both the book and the movie Shining. Exactly, which is awesome. I love that they played that balance well. And the thing is, this this was kind of, I don't know, not everything is supposed to be franchisable, but this was definitely the setup for a Shining franchise, and it didn't do well. God yeah. damn it. I know it didn't. Which yeah. is I have the, I, I have like the posters it. for it, yeah. Yeah. I have both of them. But See, that made me uh, sad. Yeah. Uh, have you, plus, uh, freaking Mike Flanagan has, done me, has not done me wrong yet. Oh, yeah. He's great. Hush, Hush might be one of my most underrated uh, movies. Hush is so good. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Such a great like, just like a lot of these horror movies have like just like one line, one sentence concepts, and you're just like, you can make a movie out of that. That's that's Hush. I love yeah, it. It's great. Like have yeah, you, we're like uh, I was gonna spoil it, but I don't know if people care. Oh, I've seen Hush. I know Bobby hasn't. I have not. <laughs> I have not seen so it. I can't spoil it. But well, the scene where she uh uh where she like remembers something differently than how it happens. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. 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 That's um so basically the premise of the movie is that it's a home invasion movie, but the main character is a deaf woman. Uh okay. So she does um Yeah. Th- there was that one movie, um, Get Out, I think. It was, like, it was like the blind guy. Don't breathe. Like, oh, yeah. don't breathe. Yeah. Don't breathe. That's right. That's right. That yeah. Really the, uh, Jordan yeah. Peele one. Yes. Good one. Um, don't breathe. So similar concept. Exactly. Um, I guess another one. It's not really much of a horror movie, but it's just kind of a movie that was like kind of talked about when it came out, but not really since. Uh, Overlord. Loved it. I loved Overlord. And I'm I'm glad that it wasn't a Cloverfield movie because Cloverfield Paradox really ruined my life. Um, <laughs> that was so because Ten Cloverfield Lane is one of my favorite movies now of all time. Yeah, I, really liked it. I saw that in GDX like opening weekend. My theater was like empty besides like me and my brother. That's unfortunate. And we were just like, and it was it was it was like a seven o'clock showing. Yeah, there was like maybe fifteen other people in there, maybe. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, I was like, <sighs> My screening for Fantastic Beast Two was dead, and that was when I knew, oh god, people don't care about Harry Potter anymore, <laughs> um, <laughs> or at least continuations of it. Um, but yeah, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane was awesome. Paradox, I was so excited for it, 
And when they said they were going to drop it on Netflix just out of nowhere, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, after the Super Bowl. Yeah, right after the Super Bowl. It was so cool. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, what if it sucks? No. And it sucked. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was just, it was like a bad Black Mirror episode. Really like, was. Ugh. What a waste. Anyway, though, Overlord was so fun. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> I thought so. Have you, any of you seen uh, Creep with Mark Duplass? I have seen that. <laughs> I love Creep. <laughs> that movie, those movies are something. I know. Sorry, this is kind of becoming the uh, Tyler and ba- or Bryce show right now with all these horror I movies. I fucking love horror movies, so you'll get me on tangents. Yeah. T-Zack and Friend. T-Zack and Friend. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what it was, the first episode. So Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Creep. I haven't seen Creep 2. Um, I think they're. I think they're both on Netflix. Oh yeah, really? Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure the first one is. I'm not sure about the second one. Okay, I did like. Uh, uh, also, if any of you have Amazon Prime, I highly recommend watching Hell House. Hell House. Yes, Hell House is fantastic. That might be my most underrated movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like it's it's found footage. It's about this group of people who go around the, the they go around the U.S. and make haunted houses out of abandoned spots. And then they have this one at this hotel called the Abaddon Hotel, and shit goes down, and it's really fucking good. Hmm. Then it has it's a trilogy, but the other two movies aren't as good. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Like the second one's absolutely awful. The third one has some redeeming qualities, but it's not scary. Oh, gotcha. It's more just it's more of just like a trilogy capper. I gotcha. So I I do have one, and I'm not sure if I would 100% consider it underrated. But it's one that I think anyone who has seen it has liked it, and I don't hear about it enough. And it's um, Sinister. Oh, love Sinister. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. that one on Blu-ray, actually. I watched that like a couple months ago. I haven't seen that. It's I haven't very, seen... very good. It's uh, Scott Derrickson. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It came out. I, remember, I saw the movie in theaters. I saw that like, opening weekend back in the day. That came out like 2012, I think. I remember watching that yeah. in my buddy's basement back when it came out on like video on demand, and it was like unsettling. I was genuinely creeped out. Yeah, like the lawnmower and then the the pool yep. scenes. Yeah, those ones yep. both messed with me for a hot minute. Yeah, I never caught it. I really should have. Um, it's one of those that I haven't seen yet. It might very be. good. I think it's coming to Netflix actually. Let me look. Oh, sweet. Um, and then another one more modern. I don't know if it necessarily fits the horror genre but um ready or not oh, oh ready or not oh I that love, was so good i love ready or not oh my god that movie's so fun that was yeah it, I, it was it was fun i don't think it was um yeah it didn't take itself too seriously yeah it wasn't it's definitely not a horror it's like a horror comedy for sure um yeah right emphasis on the comedy but it's it's so fun yeah i have another one uh it's uh it's older, it's from the nineties. Um it's called Event Horizon. Um it's it's about um you know that this crew uh receives a distress signal from this abandoned uh spaceship that went missing, you know, years ago. And uh so you they you know they find you know they they dock the ship and they you know realize that it's uh um, something happened to them and you realize they were experimenting with black holes or something and you know you think it's going to be aliens but it's not 
And I think I'll leave it there. Uh, done, done, done. Like some really bad shit went down. Uh, it's really cool. It's got Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Sam Neill, uh, Jason Isaacs is in it. Um, Sean Pert- or Pertwee, how do you say that? He he played uh, Alfred in Gotham. He's in it. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, a lot of cool actors. Uh, really underrated. Really dope. But with a yeah. lot of got cool practical effects in that movie. Uh, yeah, Sinister One and Two are on Netflix actually. Sweet. Uh, have you guys seen um, As Above So Below? I just saw it uh, last week. What do you What do you think? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was cool. Um, it did some. I like the I like the concept of it. It kind of yeah. It was goofy in some parts. Um, but I liked but once it. the concept kicked in. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, like once you figure out what was actually going on in the concept of it all, going yeah. through the layers yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that stuff was really cool, and they, they filmed it really cool. Yeah, that that one's pretty underrated too, but it's definitely got flaws, for sure. Um, this this kind of delves back into alternate cuts a little bit. Like, there's so many alternate cuts. Like, believe me, this whole <laughs> yeah. Justice League thing is not the first time. Like this happens all over Hollywood. That's why it's such a big deal that it's actually getting released. Um, yeah. But um, the new The Thing movie they made in 2011. Yeah. Um, so that movie was ridiculed on release because of all the really bad CGI. Yeah. Um, and of course, when you find out, when you look more into the movie, uh, there wasn't supposed to be that much CGI. It was all practical, but the studio was like, we need CGI. So they made everything CGI and it looks like crap. Um, so the movie's actually like a prequel to the eighties, the thing. And actually like they, they literally like took, looked at the footage so closely from the original and like made sure all the tables and shit, like every, every broken glass was like the same as ends up in the the original movie that's really cool like it's it's really sad to see like a movie that's otherwise so cool be ruined by bad cgi yeah. so that's unfortunate that, that is funny. that's a cut i'd like to see you want to see every cut don't you i do because there's so <laughs> many good movies that are just sitting on shelves that's unfortunate that's um do you guys like scary stories i've never Joe, really like, been into it like, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about like the books? Yeah, the scary stories is telling dark the movie. Oh, I've never, I never saw the movie. I haven't read any of the books. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, okay, I like yeah, scary that, stories yeah, in general, better. but <laughs> yeah, Devin, we saw it together, <laughs> did we not? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That that's another underrated one. I, I I enjoyed that one. Yeah. The um the the lady blob thing walking yeah, I, down. I remember the, seeing that uh, as I was yeah. walking through. As oh, jeez. <laughs> And it's so like the way the scene plays out is so like you think it's gonna cut away, you know, and not show what happens, but then it just kind of like happens, and, and it like, keeps going. Yeah, you're just like, oh, oh god. I I remember like doing a theater check, and it, it was that part, and I looked in, and I was like, oh nope. <laughs> 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 um, trick or treat is a great one. Have you guys seen that? Oh. I forgot about that one. That one's a really good one. A high yeah, that, one's, on that, one. that one's good. I haven't seen it in a while, though. Yeah. Bobby, What's your favorite horror movie of all time? Uh, oof. I know mine, but I don't know if I would consider it horror. Lay it on me. Uh, Cabin in the Woods? I was just looking at the picture of Cabin <laughs> in the Woods when you said that. Oh, my God. 
That's uh, absolutely my favorite. That's one. a very it. good one. I watch it every Halloween. Very good. Can't argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> I really like uh, the first Conjuring. That movie's really good. Ooh, that one's a good one too. I like Conjuring. Good. I like Conjuring two a lot too, but it's not. I don't find that one scary. I find it more fun than Conjuring yeah, one. Yeah, that, because that's that's they're trying to set up like the whole universe and right. That. And I love how like just in, like that Conjuring two like breaks so many horror movie tropes. Like when the cops show up and like they hear like noises in the attic and they're like, oh, it's probably just an animal. And then they literally watch a chair slide Ooh. across the room and they're like. You know what? No, we can't. We can't help you. We're we're done here. <laughs> that happened in real life. Yeah, yeah I love that like, so much. I've like yes, I've read up on like a lot of stuff because like I go into like I've been like super into like true crime stuff and like all that crap lately. So I've just like been delving into some of that stuff. Yeah, it's very awesome. some of that stuff's very interesting. It's Again, like, I'm still kind of talking underrated, uh, but Autopsy of Jane Doe. I was literally about to say that. Yeah, that's a cool movie. That I saw that in theaters back like when we did this thing. Like we like we would like this Bobby, remember we did those like horror movies with that one uh, brewing company? Yeah, yeah. I forget what that was called, but like basically we showed a horror movie and they took over the bar, brought in whatever beer they wanted on tap. I don't even and, remember that uh, happening. I know we did it, but like Yeah, because that's where I saw Autopsy Jane Doe. No. Is when they showed one of those. Um I see yeah, luckily I got to see it in the theater, which is pretty dope. Right. Yeah. That was definitely a cool experience. That movie is really cool. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen it? Have so, Bobby? Have you not? Seen I have it? not. Uh, it's on Netflix. Devin, Devin, you've have not. Um, I have not. Um, I have not. So basically, uh, the movie is about. So they find this body of this woman. Um, I don't remember exactly the setup, but like uh, they they go to a crime scene, and they it, the, like a bunch of people are murdered in the house. And then down in the basement, they find Jane Doe buried like in the ground. But she's like still preserved. She, yeah, hasn't, like, she hasn't decomposed yeah, like, at all. Yeah, like part like part of her body is like sticking up out of the ground, like they were trying to like, bury her. Yeah, or and like, that. like the whole movie is like about the autopsy and them finding new shit that makes no sense, and it's just really creepy. It's really yeah, cool. yeah. And the farther they go down, like it just gets the farther they keep going, it just gets it gets creepier. worse. Yeah, great. Like, yeah, it's so oh, wow. good. Great little movie. Um. But yeah, oh, Hereditary. God, oh, so Bobby Her- remembers Hereditary. Hereditary. Is fantastic! I love that movie. <laughs> we f-ed with Bobby so hard after that movie. <laughs> Scared the shit out. We would do the we would do the t- we would do the tongue clicks. Dude, those clicks actually got me so many yeah. times. I was like, oh, <laughs> we would, like when we like me and him and Christian would see each other, we should go and just like make clicks each other all the time. I hate that. Oh, it was very unsettling. It was hilarious. Midsummer though. as well. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Mid- Midsummer. It's either you either love that movie or you hate it. Like that's yeah. that's one of those H twenty four movies that like you, people either love it or they just absolutely can't do it. Yeah, it, it which really, is fair. Yeah, it's, it's a slow burn. A lot. I mean, that's a lot of H twenty four films though. To be fair. Yeah. I could go through their, uh, like through their filmography forever. Right now. You know what? I still haven't I, seen. Oh, go on. If, I was, if you say I cut gems, I'm be really upset. If you say parasite, I'm gonna. Kick you. What? Or if you say, or if you say lighthouse, somebody also really upset. No, they're not. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go on, sir. I was gonna talk about uh, Annabelle comes home, which I heard was decent. Uh, Annabelle uh, creation, the second that, one, which you, was the Mike Flanagan one. That's the good one. That is the. I love that one. No, that one's uh, David F. Sandberg. Um, is Bryce, is that the one that I almost like kicked you in? Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that one's yeah, the, that's, yeah, that's David Oxenberg. You're yeah, right because he also that's the Shazam guy. Yeah, and he also did Lights Out. Yeah, Lights Out. Ooh, that that shit scares. That one's me. fun. That shit scares the fuck out of me. I hate that. I hate the shadow bitch. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's based off like a little short horror movie. Yeah, he, like, he he still does short horror movies on his YouTube channel. They're so good. Yeah. They're so good. He's an inspiration, yeah. honestly. Yeah, like I forget what part. Some part in Animal Creation, Bobby almost kicked me in the face. <laughs> that was a and I was one. like, and I was I like, that. yeah, and I was like, I'm not sitting next to Bobby anymore because he's gonna fucking kick me in the face if we watch a horror movie. <laughs> and then I, I had my my Bobby rule is if I get hit with any flailing limbs, I'm punching you in the throat. Was that before or after uh, Quiet Place? <laughs> with the raccoon god damn it that was when was quiet place is that 2018 yeah i think so so yeah that was that sounds right that was after <laughs> quiet place 2018 that was 2017 yeah mm-hmm. the freaking the raccoons scared bobby so much i was like no in the field when the alien like steps on the raccoon <laughs> i didn't see it out. coming <laughs> oh yeah i remember that now. scared the crap out of bobby <laughs> it was really funny that's so funny <laughs> Uh, I know the the movie Orphan is not that good, but the twist is cool. The twist is great. But yeah. The movie itself, eh. Yeah. What did you think um, about Brightburn? Me and Bobby had a we had a quite a fun time in that movie. Did not yeah, was, did not see Brightburn. Real interesting I, movie. That was a real interesting movie. Real interesting conversation with me and Christian. Those words can never be said again. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. does that mean? <laughs> what happened in that movie stays in that movie. <laughs> yeah what happened in the auditorium and what was said will never leave <laughs> fair yeah. enough it's like an echo chamber on our deathbeds we'll say those words again and that's when we die absorb into the universe the movie itself it's like it's it's very interesting like especially towards the end because they like because they try and set up like a universe of like a bunch of superheroes right that are like there's like they try to set up one who's like supposed to fight the kid because he's like evil superman basically gotcha i did uh, see the the end cre- they're like the end of the credits a little bit so. yeah because like yeah. it's them teasing like a superhero who's gonna fight him like because gotcha. james gonna want to make a trilogy i think and like have like the other and choose the other superhero yeah. yeah and like let the kid get older and learn explore his powers more as he gets older and all that stuff right which would really which would have been really interesting but uh, yeah it didn't, didn't make any money so because I mean, to, to be fair, it wasn't super great, but <laughs> oh, yeah, fair. It could have been really, much better. Re- really cool concept. Yeah. Eh, ex- execution. Gotcha. Um, I'm gonna say a film title, and I'm hoping the reaction is positive because I love this movie. Oh lord! I, th- okay. I find the concept of it terrifying. Probably the scariest horror movie concept I've ever heard of. It follows. Oh, one of my favorites. Because I, I know, it's like, absolutely amazing. Like some people, like most people, love it, but some people like just hate it. Like, and I don't know why. What's the premise? Um, basically, it's like <laughs> I came up with this own uh, acronym myself. So it's about an STD, a sexually transmitted demon. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. Like, oh my yeah. god, and. So what? it it takes the form of a person who is like always following you. Um, but it can be anybody. It can be anybody. Um, it and could be like your friend. It could be a stranger, like your teacher. And whatever the, it'll do, what it'll do, whatever it can to get closer to you, basically. Right. And the only way to pass it on is to pass it on by having sex with someone. Um, but the thing is, if that next person gets killed, it just moves back. To the last it goes person. back down the chain, yeah. So like, you're like, 
fucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. No matter what. So dude, the it, ending of that movie. Dude, oh yeah, so dude. Uh, the ending is so. Uh, I, like, I still don't know. Like, yeah. No spoilers. Like, part of me is like, no yeah, spoilers. no spoilers. It's still, it's like, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, did he? Uh, yeah, that's, oh, that one's a, that's a good one. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I own that one. Yeah, that's so good. I just find that concept, concept and execution, amazing. The concept, yeah, and dude, like the opening shot of that movie where they find that girl on the beach. Oh God, that was a rough shot. Yeah, that was a rough shot. <laughs> that was hard to look at a little bit. Not gonna lie. Yeah. All messed up. Yeah. And uh, one more that I find. It's, you know, it's a very old movie, but I find it so eerie and like not all the effects are great, but the movie's just so in the fact. So it's the birds. Uh, oh, Alfred Hitchcock. Good. I haven't seen it. The fact like the thing about it is that there's no score. There's no music yeah. at all, which makes the whole thing just, uh, it's so, I don't know. Like, great. It, gets, it gets to me. It gets to me. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think what other ones. like there's sometimes when he's like when you see someone holding an obviously fake bird, but like other than that, it's pretty cool. It's, it's no birdemic, it. right? Yeah, <laughs> I could go on for horror movies, about horror movies like oh, forever. I know. Uh, horror guys, is horror is my favorite genre. That's awesome. Um, do you guys like the Babadook? Yeah, cool. The, I like it the too. Babadook. What's the Babadook? <gasps> you've never seen the Babadook? Ooh. You've ne- you've absolutely uh, seen the memes. Uh, I know that. Have you know the Babadook. memes. It's the it's uh, the the girl, okay. the mom screaming at the kid in the back of the car. Yeah, that's from it's the like, Babadook. Why can't you be normal? And he's just screaming. Oh, that kid yeah, is that. so annoying. Huh. He, he really. <laughs> so I want to punch that kid. Yeah. Ooh, I, there's a good one on the uh, Netflix called The Ritual. I don't know if any of you've seen that. I have not. Ritual. It's about um, it's about these five friends who um, they like go. Uh, what's this? they like go hiking? Um, they like they they used to do like uh, trips together and they would go hiking. Um, oh, okay. Uh, like they just go hiking and uh, one of their friends on one on the last trip he died uh, because they were like at a a liquor store or something and he got shot during a robbery. Um, and they all have, they all like feel like they had something to do with it and they all feel guilt about it. And it's um, hmm. them going on a trip and just dealing with that along with other supernatural things in the, in the forest. Gotcha. That sounds very, cool. very interesting. It's a good one. I recommend that one. It's only like, it's like 90 minutes long, maybe. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's Netflix original. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen, it's like, kind of interesting. I've seen like ads for it on the Netflix splash page. Yeah. It's good. Have you guys seen uh, It Comes at Night? I have uh, not seen that yet, but I really want to. Let me know what you think, because you either like it or you hate it. I've, I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen that so far. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm on the out. side of I like it, but because it's very mismarketed. Out. What'd you say, Devin? That I'm finding out that I'm not as well-versed in horror as I thought I was. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I noticed you've been quiet lately, so I'm like, Dude. oh, no. <laughs> I'll give you some good horror movies, damn. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm jotting them down. Yeah, like good, that, good. yeah. That movie's so good. It's good. It's like, it was just so mismarketed, which, yeah. was, its, which was its biggest problem. You know, again, that's a whole other 
topic for an episode is you know yeah. marketing and how like um, you know like the the um, the uh, movie Castaway. Yes, yeah. Tom Hanks. They literally spoil the ending of that movie. They show the last shot of the movie in that in the trailer. Right, which, which is stupid <laughs> as shit. Like, what are you doing? I don't. That's yeah. Like different I said, times. Yeah, that was forever ago too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this is clearly a two-parter. Um, I think I'm gonna yeah, yeah. make most because yeah. the Snyder Cut itself was like two hours. <laughs> so, um, it's almost half as long as the Snyder Cut itself. Exactly. <laughs> Almost. Uh, well, I, I think it. I think it will end up being over two hours because I. I actually started recording in audition like a half hour late. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not recording <laughs> my backup oh, wow. track." So hopefully the Discord, the Discord version sounds good for me. We'll see. Yeah. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, you guys are great. Of course, I would love to have you guys back on at some point. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having. I'm yeah. always down. Always fun to come on. I've I know how to pick them. Apparently, uh, <laughs> everyone's very conversational. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. nice to uh, sort of meet you, other guys. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, you too. Hamilton peeps, K10 peeps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crossover. Good rich peeps. Yeah. Yeah. Good rich may be dead, but the family lives on. Yeah, <laughs> true. It does. It really do. Three twenty-eight. A.M. Uh, well, I just realized we're still recording, so we need to we need a pro- <laughs> we need a proper goodbye. Um, <laughs> so I can so I can not have a humongous file size, which is already going to be. Um, bye. <laughs> bye. 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 And cut. <laughs>